Hi, this is Cliff Grigo for the picture-poems.com website in the circle in the square. I wanted to start a new stream of tapes uh, this morning. It's about the middle of May 2017, and uh, it's a beautiful Oregon uh, morning still fairly early. And I'm sitting here doing my morning work, um, looking out on this meadow. And I've been working on a collection of poems for young people in the young at heart for years now. And it's an open collection that I've never brought together. And uh, it could and should be a little paperback book without photos, just text, a little uh, rucksack uh, edition. And it could be, and more importantly should be, an audio recording. But uh, one recording, this one that we're doing right now, would probably be enough to give a sense of what I have in mind, poems to live by. So um, what we're doing is uh, looking at poetry anew. And every time you pick up the poems to live by, that is the first uh, meditation. Not defining poetry anew, a free spirit can't be defined, right? But simply asking the question of what is this sound, this movement, this rhythm, this meaning? What is it, uh, what is its significance for the whole of one's being? Well, poems to live by so, in a way, it's independent of its content, and should be, of necessity. So it doesn't depend on any particular poem, not my poem, your poem, or anybody's poetry. But to um, get the movement going, and to honor those who have followed similar paths in the past before us, it's good to have like a medicine bag of little solid shiny crystals and collect them along the pilgrim's path. That's what I've done. So if I work as a translator, which is a kind of homesickness for certain places, certain friends, in the beauty of certain languages, in their resonance with the place. That's what I do. So I make little crystals and put them in my medicine bag and keep walking and share them with others along the way. Poems uh, to live by. Well, so we're looking at the meaning and uh, one way of looking this morning is that uh, Poems are a movement of energy. What I want to blow up 
right here and now is any fixed idea, especially what's so common, unfortunately, in the English-speaking world, is poetry as a form, a fixed form. Countless generations have suffered from this, so we're liberated from that right here, right now. And you can't really say, all you can do is watch how that idea, ide fix, um, influences your thought and perception. So um, we're talking about movement of energy, the energy of insight. That's what I look for in my little crystals is a poem which gives you a new way of looking, a new way of being, really. So I was pondering that, and they just come to you once you get a, a practice started of poems to live by. You don't open a book and say, oh, this would be interesting, like a university professor. In Poems to Live By, uh, let me say this. Well, um, one of the reasons why especially English-speaking poetry is so lost, I couldn't name a single composer or poet in English-speaking world that I would be interested in. And that's very sad. So my medicine bag is full of... Uh, little crystals uh, from the past, and especially translations from other languages. And what's primary for me, and this is why we don't really have much poetry or music of any significance, is that it's the movement of sound that's primary, not this visual artifact of the text or notation which is in many ways death to both music and poetry. And while there is a way of thinking that they're really one. I do not have a single friend from my musical past that understands that. Think of that, not one. When they think of Cliff up here in his meadow doing his poetry, they think it is something different than Cliff the conductor or composer. Very strange. But that's their way of looking, it's not ours. In Poems to Live By, we learn them by sound. So if you don't have a teacher, a guru, a master, um, to go sit with, like you're learning to sing in India, very great tradition, or a sitar, very great tradition. You sit and you practice, and it's, how should you say, it's shared phrase by phrase. And it's a way of liberating perception from this very narrow, uh, in many ways, mean-spirited bandwidth of the eyes. We're a very eye-dominant culture. 
And there is a Sanskrit word, skroti, I think, but don't quote me. I don't know how to write it. <laughs> that truth is revealed in sound. Hmm. Well, that's our world in poems to live by. So if you don't have someone where you can go and work and learn phrase by phrase, then do it yourself. The teacher is the taught. Find little crystals. And it has to do with the depth of resonance, of insight, emotional, feeling, love, all the things that come together, fear, clarity, ways of seeing things that you love, and then learn them by heart. That's how we live by our poetry. They become you, part of you, the best part of you, challenge you. So make recordings and then throw away the books, burn them, give them to someone else. And then learn phrase by phrase, figure out a way to do it by heart. And then we throw away the recordings. And perhaps 10 or 20 years later, when you're walking down a path, that poem will come back and strike you square in the heart. And then you'll cry and say, my God, I finally understood. I finally understood what it was saying all along. It was right there before me, but I didn't see it. So here's a little Ryoka poem that's in our Poems to Live By. It's a translation, I'll do it in English for now. And there are many ways to say it in English. This is just one. And let's clear the mountaineer. Rilke is so abused. <laughs> if he were here sitting next to me, that's how I always imagine it. What would he say? But there's something in the poem, a spirit of openness that I want to share. So forget about Ryoka. I believe in everything not yet said. If that's not a beautiful first phrase, not a line, it's a breath. Well, that's worth an entire lifetime. They'll just feel the way that it opens into this meadow up here of the unknown. We don't know anything. Can hardly name the plants. Culture. <laughs> the burden of proof is on you. 
I believe in everything not yet said. Do you hear those three beats? Bum, bum, bum. It gives it heaviness. Don't try to write that down. You can't do it. I believe in everything not yet said. I want to liberate my most devout feelings. What others have never dared to desire will become in time for me necessity. And if that is unreachable, my Lord, then forgive me. He's talking to God. We can forgive him that. It's just a way of talking. And if that is unreachable, my Lord, then forgive me. But I want to say to you, the best of my energies shall be like a drive, like the way the children love you, without anger and without timidity. And with this reaching out, with this overflowing, with this reaching out into the wide arms of the open sea, with this ever-growing return, I want to confess to you, I want to proclaim to you, as no other has before me. And if this is arrogance, my Lord, then forgive me. Then let me be arrogant for the sake of my prayer. That in such seriousness and aloneness before your clouded brow stands. So, poems to live by. Well, that's a good one to get started. It brings us right to this ecotone of nature and culture, the border between the unknown and the known. forgets about the past, this collection of bad habits we call tradition. That's a quote, paraphrase of Edgar Perez. It's about liberating our most devout feelings. Well, Rilke took us pretty far. He gets stuck in God and all that. But he took us pretty far. Bless Ryoka. That's it for now. Signing off for the picture-poems.com website 
in the circle and the square. Ciao for now. I believe in everything not yet said. I want to liberate my most devout feelings. What no one has ever dared to desire will become in time for me necessity. If that is unreachable, my lord, then forgive me. But I want to say to you only this. The best of my energy shall be like a drive, without anger and without timidity, like the way the children love you. With this overflowing, with this emptying into the wide arms of the open sea, with this ever-growing return, I want to confess, I want to proclaim to you as no other before me. And if this is arrogance, then let me be arrogant for the sake of my prayer, that in such aloneness, in seriousness, before your clouded brow stands. <laughs>